for the uh, White McKay uh, on a whistle stop tour to India along with Webev on the occasion of uh, launching Dalmore, uh, Jura and John Bar whiskies here in uh, Bombay. Hi Stephen. Hello, well, won- wonderful <laughs> to be here. Well, uh, I'll get straight to it. Uh, I really enjoyed the um, quite detailed and interactive session that you did taking us through a tasting of all of the three whiskies. But maybe you could tell me a little about what makes Dalmore and Jura distinct. Okay, so I'll, I'll tackle them one at a time. I think, first of all, um, Scotch whiskey is, is about so much more than, than the spirit in the glass. I think it's very much about people and place. Um, in particular for me, being from Scotland, location um, evokes so much um, emotion and um, the romantic side of Scotch whisky and Jura represents this more than any single malt whisky brand I've ever seen. Um, it's an amazing representation of place coming from a small island community of just over 200 people with one road, it's got one pub, you know, it's only one whisky, 6,000 deer. Um, it's quite a remarkable story and it's also an incredible story of survival against the odds this distillery closed for 62 years and it's you know it's a very unforgiving place to make whiskey um, and make it commercially viable so it's very unique in, in that respect also when it comes to dalmore we talk about location being important in whiskey we also talk about people and the Dalmore master blender and distiller, Mr. Richard Patterson, has been in the industry 53 years, which of course is worthy of recognition. And his experience and expertise makes um, the Dalmore a truly unique whisky. Richard has an amazing um, passion for wine, and the Dalmore's philosophy is very much our whisky starting life in first fill American oak, and then being transferred to casks that have filled various different styles of wines from from all over the world from Italy to to Spain to Portugal even as far as far as California so it's quite a a unique whiskey in that respect also in Dalmore we have an incredible royal heritage dating back to 1263 which is um, very much embodied in uh, the the 12-point stag that adorns every bottle you know, as the story goes, King Alexander III out hunting and attacked by a royal stag. He um, is saved by Colin Fitzgerald, a descendant of the Mackenzie clan. And when the Mackenzie clan took the distillery in 1867, they emblazoned every bottle with, uh, with this 12-point stag, which is quite a strong piece of Scottish iconography. And it's, it's, it's the, certainly the, not only is our whisky unique, but the actual the bottle itself is quite a unique, um, it's quite, quite unique. So, uh, looking at the Jura and Dalmore whiskies that you plan to introduce to the Indian market, could you tell us which variants are you bringing to the Indian market and could you describe them in terms of aromas and flavours for our listeners? So, first of all, Jura, we will uh, be introducing the 10-year-old into the Indian market, which we are incredibly excited about. We launched our new Jura Signature Series in April of 2018 and 
there is a commonality running throughout the five expressions. Um, and, and that's that each, each whiskey has a very um, soft sweetness and a subtle smoke. And the 10 year old's a great example of this. So beginning its life in first fill American oak, we're then enhancing um, whiskey and cast that have previously held uh, uh, sherries. Now at Jura, since the late 90s, we have made unpeated whiskey for 10 months of the year, for a few weeks a year. Uh, specifically in the winter time, we make heavily peated whiskey. We mature separately and then we blend together. We're using around 5% heavily peated spirits. So that smoke comes through wonderfully on the nose um, and then it creeps through in the finish as well when you actually taste the whiskies. It's, it's, a, it's, very much a, it's very much a coastal smoke and putting your nose into a glass of Jura 10, you get that, the nice vanilla, you get a little bit of nectar in coming through, you get the ground coffee, the dark chocolate, and then that smoke really transforms you to the island itself. And it's almost like standing on the beach on the Isle of Jura, you know, somebody's just put the bonfire out and you can smell the, the fishing nets and the sandcastles and it, it transports you to that place. I think that's one of the wonderful things about Scotch whiskey. Uh, in terms of Dalmore, we're bringing our 12-year-old into India, which again we are extremely excited about. The Dalmore spending um, the, the, the vast majority of its life in first full American oak, then going into enhancement casks that have um, contained all the Rosso sherry. Uh, what's remarkable about the Dalmore is this, the carefully composed spirit that we make at the distillery lends itself perfectly to um, extensive maturation and active casks. We have eight stills in quite a, um, quite a unique still house. Um, all different sizes and shapes are wash stills being flat topped and our spirit stills having enclosed water jackets. So you get a very complex um, and robust and unique spirit which, um, uh, which um, is wonderful if, it, if it's matured properly and in the Dalmore 12 instance it's, um, it works extremely well. Throughout the Dalmore principal collection, <coughs> you will find that the running characteristic of chocolate orange creeps through them all. I mean, the Dalmore, that chocolate orange is um, is beautifully pronounced. It's beautifully pronounced. You get the, it's almost like dried orange peel and slightly bitter chocolate. Um, it's very much our house style and our house characteristic um, throughout the range. As uh, both a whiskey expert and someone who loves whiskies, uh, what's your take on how these two single balls should best be enjoyed uh, straight up on the rocks or perhaps even with cocktails? I think it, it's an interesting question, one we get a lot because people ask, they say, can you recommend how I would enjoy this whiskey? And I think there's no right or wrong answer there because we all enjoy whiskey uh, in, in so many different ways. Um, I think we can always recommend how perhaps you get the best out of the whiskies in terms of the most flavour. Um, but I think in terms of mixing whiskey, I think it's a fascinating topic of single malt cocktails because the possibilities are completely endless. With the Dalmore 12 year old, of, of course an old fashioned works really well because that chocolate orange characteristic comes out beautifully with a snap of an orange peel over the top. But what's great about the Dalmore whiskies are, whilst you I like to be quite gentle with them when mixing, you know, classics like old fashions and Rob Roy's. Sherry twists are a really interesting way to use the Dalmore. So, you know, sherry cobblers or substituting in Pedro Jimenez sherry or maybe a Methuselah from Gonzalez Bias for perhaps vermouth. 
Um, I think, yeah, Sherry twists are really, really interesting when it comes to the Dalmore. With the Dura 10, I was recently speaking to a colleague from Chicago, and um, he introduced me to Dura 10 penicillins, which are absolutely wonderful. You've got the smoke and you've got the ginger. That's one of the best expressions and examples of a Dura 10 cocktail I've ever had. Uh, while, of course, they're the contemporary exciting narrative around the appreciation of single malts, obviously it's important not to forget about uh, blends as well. We tasted a very nice blend today as well, John Barr. I haven't tasted this one before, and it's also a great value-driven proposition for the Indian market. Can you tell us a little about this blended Scotch whiskey? Absolutely, yeah. Like you say, it's a completely different proposition. And John Barr is an interesting brand, and it was it was named after you know the man himself, who was a director of the biggest drinks company going back. He was appointed in 1946 director of the biggest drinks company in Scotland at the time. And um, this blend, the John Barr Reserve, um, very much represents the White and Mackay philosophy of making whiskey. The whiskey starting life in first full American oak, then going into casks that have previously held sherry, which is really, really interesting. And I think when we, we did the, the session earlier and we tasted the John Barr Reserve, when I asked the group, what would you do with this whiskey, there was such a vast range of um, uh, re responses. You know, so, some would drink it neat, some would add ice, some would shake it, stir it, serve it up and down, side to side, however you want. Um, and I think it's, it's got a wonderful fl flavour profile. And I think even, you know, it, it's from the sherry, you get such a rich, robust finish to, to the whiskey, which for a blend, I think is quite unique. So I think it's a great all-rounder. It's fantastic value for money, and I think it's a whiskey that's going to do really well in the Indian market. Yes, I believe it's going to be priced almost under 2700 uh, which is remarkable for an international uh, uh, whiskey in the Indian market. Uh, in, in, in conclusion, I want to ask you, since you travel abroad, travel across the world quite a bit, uh, uh, what are some of the international uh, whiskey trends that excite you? I think what, what's exciting is the way that every market is completely different in their attitude to whiskey, in their attitude to drinking whiskey, and the actual the styles of whiskies that they like. I think one of the overriding trends within, within whiskey and within drinks in general that really excites me is simplexity, which is almost an emerging theory, combination of simplicity and complexity. Uh, I think that's really exciting in the way that whiskies are being matured, in the ways that whiskies are being marketed, and in the ways that whiskies are actually being drank, and certainly in you know bars, restaurants, clubs, and hotels throughout the world. Um, and it's, it's certainly a trend that we see in food as well, almost where less is more. And I think you know I, th I think that's a trend that really excites me that we're moving away from over-engineering and over-complicating things, and just having a good time and making great drinks with, with single malt and blended scotch whiskey. Perfect. Thank you so much, Stephen. It's been a pleasure Thank and a privilege. You. A pleasure. And Thanks for having me. Hope to have you back in India soon. Wonderful. Thank you. Great.